It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? The nobody? That nobody is John Wick. Welcome back, everybody, to the John Wick Minute Podcast, the show where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the John Wick film one minute at a time. My name is Seth. And my name is Steven. And if you hadn't noticed, we're missing one of our co-hosts. That would be because he is MIA and unable to come to uh, record with us today because he's doing things, being busy with life and whatnot. However, we discovered we flubbed. A little bit. In preparing for this episode, we realized we merged minutes 24 and 25 and accidentally did minute 26 as minute 25. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. So you've kind of already heard all the content of the minute, if you've listened this far, that is. Yes. Which, whoops. Thanks for Whoopsie. listening so far. We're almost half an hour into this movie, by the way, which is insane. Yeah. And no one's died yet, except the dog. That's true. I didn't realize this. Well, movie and his wife. So but yeah, the action oh, hasn't yeah. started. No one has been shot. Yes. Yes. Fair or enough. Or add for the pencil. Yeah. Well, that doesn't happen at all in this movie. That's uh, true. So basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of just discuss what's happened up to this point. Do like a nice big overview, uh, umbrella kind of deal, and maybe build the anticipation for the next upcoming minutes because they start to get spicy and stay tuned for the end of the episode where we will talk about our first actual social media outlet where you can interact with us minus youtube comments you can do that in youtube comments too but uh, yeah yeah we'll we'll talk about that at the end of the episode so yeah so we're, we're 25 minutes in technically 26 but uh what all what all has happened so far and um what what have you missed if you're just coming in on the 26th episode that's that's what we're here for yeah so basically we have spent a lot of time talking about color grading in this film and then up to this point it's it seems to have signified things and then it kind of now seems like they're willy-nilly in it a little bit what looks coolest right uh it was tied to the emotional weight of the scenes all the way up until we started seeing Vigo, which was last week. So now I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just to look cool now. I don't, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's reasons deep down that I'm not going to go into the English major uh, mm-hmm. pastime of trying to determine the meaning behind every color, but you know, it still makes sense because right now at minute 26, John is in his basement clearing away the rubble. Uh, and yeah. it ends with him like finding up the top of a crate, a wood crate. And that's still the gray tone. But Vigo's mm. is the, the gold tone. It's like, why? It makes sense that John's like angry and depressed. So that still works. 
but the other one, who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> so you've missed a lot of talk about Tahoe's color grading. Uh, yeah. There, we caught a mistake in the movie. There is an umbrella in the cemetery scene that is messed up. Yes, sir. Uh, it, between yeah. two cuts, he holds two completely different umbrellas. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. We also yeah. pointed out that John Wick uses his blinker to turn into his garage. Which I don't think anyone does. Not really. No. Especially because it's a private driveway. Right. Yeah. But eh, he's John. <laughs> um, he has a very nice car. So yeah. I'll give him that. The best, one of the best cars in the movie. So I've actually, while we're talking about cars, because I'm here, um, recently watched on Peacock, because we had it for a little bit, because the Office Superfan episodes are on there. Nice. But anyway, um, they have a documentary about the 50-year anniversary of the Mustang. And because of uh, this, this it was featured in a short clip of John driving the Mustang at the airport scene. Um, but there's... It, all the different times Mustangs have showed up in major movies showed up very quickly. Um, very, very cool uh, documentary is called A Faster Horse. Um, very good. But it also tied into another movie that I had just watched that also answers something that, ha- that we saw in Aurelio's shop that I didn't understand at the time. So I want to talk about that just real brief here. All right. So as you can tell, I sound different now, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll pick up where we were. Um, so the when John first walks into Aurelio's shop, there is a blue and... It kind of orange um, GT40, a Ford GT40 with the number six on the hood. Uh, I knew nothing about it when we did that episode. All I could find was that it existed and I didn't go any further. Then, like a few days later, I watched the movie Ford versus Ferrari with Christian Bale ah, and Matt Damon. Nice. Very good movie, especially for car likers or car lovers or budding car enthusiasts. Um, but it's about the creation of the first Ford GT40, which won the 24-hour Le Mans race. Um, and this one was the next winner, the blue with the orange. That nice. uh, was the 68 Le Mans winner. So, yeah. Um, highly recommend that movie, too. It's a good movie. I have not seen it. I have heard good things. I just yeah, never got good. around to watching it. Yep. So I had no idea until I watched that movie that I would be. Uh, that that's the same car. Nice. Um, yeah. Crossover. Yeah. And of course, the one in the shop is a replica because Ford GT40s, especially that one, is, uh, I think there were two of them and they're in museums. So I would just like to point out that those of you who are listening are missing a quite the visual treat at the moment because in the background of Steven's camera, I see a Disney princess balloon with Belle and Jasmine and Snow White on it while we're talking about me- John Wick. <laughs> And immediately below it, I just want to point out, is Blue the Velociraptor from uh, <laughs> Jurassic World. And then immediately to the uh, it, the viewer's right. Other, My right. So, yeah. When yeah, looking at you. Is uh, the Thanos gauntlet. <laughs> the Infinity gauntlet. So Just the balloon's um, moving. So it caught my attention. Balloon is moving. Yes. We <laughs> recently had a, uh, a birthday in our household. So. Nice. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> let's see okay yeah I, I talked about the cars so mm-hmm. um, i got all that out of the way uh let's see so after john um went to the shop and we had uh, a whole bar full of tequila then we got a bar full of vodka, vodka. Uh, at yeah. another place so lots of alcohol already in this uh 25 26 minutes <laughs> yes alcohol cars <clears throat> yeah 
Yeah, but this is not a movie that you need to consume alcohol to enjoy. Actually, it's probably better if you don't. Yeah, for sure. Because you, you, you want to pay attention. Right. Yeah. It, it's good. This movie's good. Uh, but really, this up until this point, all of this has just been building the tension. Mm-hmm. Like, we are about to unveil who John Wick is. That's what the monologue right. that's been going on for the last few minutes has been, is to really build up his character, give him some backstory. And we're about to see what he keeps buried in his basement. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so... Yeah, it, yeah. sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, it's really all been total and complete buildup. We've seen absolutely nothing of who he really is. It's been very open questions. Like, it, it plans questions in the viewer's mind. No answers yet. We're about to get them all. Yes. Um, and, yeah. The the answers that leave you coming back for three more movies. So yeah, we're about to see guns, lots of guns. Gosh, is that that's the third movie? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, well, he says it in the third John Wick movie, but that's Matrix, the first yes. Matrix movie. Yeah, he makes a reference to the first. Correct. Recently rewatched those. Oh wait, I already said that. Never mind. Yeah. Now we talked about uh, the director Chad Stahelski. Yep. In Matrix, he's been the stuntman. Yep. yep. Uh, there, there are a few Matrix crossovers uh, mm-hmm. in these movies. Quite a few, actually. Stuntmen, director, other actors. The so. as far as actors go, I don't think this one has any. But obviously, um, Lawrence Fishburne comes in the next movie. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a, it's IMDb trivia. It's somewhere. There's like mm-hmm. six actual people that are crossovers between stuntmen and actors and director and stuff. But, nice. I saw um, a TikTok. I, I call it a TikTok. I don't have TikTok. It was a YouTube short, um, but it was some little kid met Keanu Reeves at a Comic Con or something and got his autograph. And the kid was like, mm-hmm. "I am your biggest fan. You are probably my favorite actor." He's probably like eight, and I was like, "Dude, how do you even know who he is? You're eight years old. Your parents should not be letting you watch these movies." <laughs> Yeah, has Keanu Reeves been in any movie that a kid... Well, Spongebob, I guess he was in that one Spongebob movie. But, like, even then... No, he does not do kid-friendly entertainment. Not. No. Which is funny for his personality. Right, because he's he's known, even in Hollywood, as, like, being one of the nicest guys. Like him and Chris Pratt, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Yeah. How to not parent 101. <laughs> Let your kid wow. watch John Wick at eight years old. To be, to be fair, we watched The Matrix when we were young. Oh, we did, but it was heavily it was always, edited. Yeah, close your eyes, turn around, mute right. this. It was yeah. essentially like watching a TV version of it. So any yeah. hard language was cut out and uh, scenes were edited. So, yeah. But yeah, we did watch the, the action part when we were younger i wonder how old i was that came out in 99 i probably didn't watch it though till i was 10 i More remember it was the first time i saw it all i remember was it was shortly after easter because we had baskets of candy and um mom was leaving for work or something and said we could only have two pieces of candy and i Ended up sneaking more and was caught and uh, huh. while watching The Matrix. And so I wasn't allowed to finish the movie. I was sent upstairs. But... <laughs> yep. Uh, that's that, funny. That's my memory of The Matrix. Nice. Oh, also, I recently watched Point Break. I guess that ties oh, into this. Oh, you did. Of, uh... Yeah. Um, what do you think? One I'll probably never watch again. <gasps> it was 
okay for one watch, but like, what? If I'm gonna watch, if I'm gonna watch Fast and Furious, I'm gonna watch Fast and Furious. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like Fast and Furious, but like Point Break, it's Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. I like Patrick Swayze. Actually, I liked him a lot in that movie. I've seen him in yeah. a few things. I probably liked him most in that role than Dirty Dancing Ghost. You know, I actually liked him better in. Have you uh, seen Roadhouse? Point Break. I have not. Another movie you should watch the made-for-TV version of, but it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's there actually is a minute by minute for Roadhouse. So Ooh, Roadhouse minute is out there. Listen for that. that out, people. I that movie um, is pretty great for Patrick Swayze. Anyway, actually, I think Point Break has a minute by minute as well. <clears throat> Ignore my dog if you hear him. But anyway, um, either way, yeah. So I. Where did Keanu Reeves' acting go? Because he actually had acting in Point I Break. told you. I told you guys. You don't give him yeah. enough credit. But you guys haven't seen, like, his range. I don't know. I think he got... He kind of fell into his niche, right? So, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage has done the same thing. Nicolas Cage has his niche. He's the same eccentric, over-the-top in every movie he's in, right? Mm-hmm. Will Smith. He's the same... Yeah person in all you watch the movie because you want to see will smith right will smith is going to shine through tom cruise same thing yeah and so i think he kind of fell into this character because it's also who he is in real life and that's just Mm -hmm. decided where he's gonna stay and he's been successful at it so as far as we know he has killed fewer people in real life (laughs) i don't know about none but (laughs) as far as we know (laughs) oh that's funny Uh, although um Terran Tactical did call him the deadliest person in Hollywood. So, yes, he's received more training, I think, than anybody else with firearms. And, of course, he's done the actual martial arts training that Mm -hmm. most uh, Hollywood people like. They'll do, you know, the month or two so they can get make them the scenes passable. But he's an actual like martial artist, Yeah, which you have those scattered about. Like, for example, the. uh, the fourth movie, the big fat villain guy he fights in real life mm-hmm. is not fat. Uh, and he's been in movies with, he was in Ip Man four. He's okay. been a lot of things. He actually fought Michael J. White. I don't know if you know who he is in a movie. Michael J. White is another legit martial artist, but he's like a B list actor. He's in a lot of B mm-hmm. movies, but so is that guy who fights John Wick and John Wick four. He's in a lot gotcha. of B movies, but he's actually like, he's a legit martial artist. He's a pretty cool guy. He's been on corridors, stuntmen react multiple oh, times okay. like gotcha. he's yeah he's pretty cool but I yeah a lot keanu that, reeves so. is the the real deal yeah and we're going <clears throat> to see why coming up shortly <clears throat> that's really yes. exciting so Finally. exciting right we get the 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 house scene coming up and that yep. the way that sets up the rest of the movie even like i remember watching this movie i think it was pretty close to the first time and uh i I kind of just sat there like jaw jaw on the floor yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. Because specifically when this came out, there were no action movies like this. And I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, but this movie stood out so much because of the choreography and the way they filmed it that it was just mind blowing at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was like a breath of fresh air for people who like action movies because I was sick and tired of for example, there's this famous, infamous scene uh, in Taken where okay. he hops a fence 
they do 10 jump cuts in the time it takes him to just jump over the fence. He runs up the fence, jumps over, and it's 10 (laughs) jump cuts. And they got that from from the Bourne movies, right? And it just infected everything for so long. This movie was a huge breath of fresh air. The one that gets me with that style of filming is I, I notice it there more than any other movie for some reason is uh, Captain America Civil War. At the beginning mm-hmm. when they're fighting the the S.H.I.E.L.D. slash HYDRA agents, mm-hmm. for some reason, the Black Widow and is it actually the main bad guy or is it just one of the random goons? I don't remember. But there's just in a Civil, fight there. In Civil War, it's the guy who was in Winter Soldier. Right. I yeah. But... Is she fighting him or she does fight him in that scene? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Either way, there's like one move she does her classic, like, you know, wrap the legs around Mm -hmm. the neck and toss them over sort of thing. It's like seven cuts for the one move. I'm like, come on. That's where I notice it most is right there. That's my prime example. Yeah. And it's it's a shame because like so on Marvel movies, we we keep bringing them up. But you can't help it because in the same way this movie changed like Hollywood culture. The Marvel movies did too. Like the first four phases of Marvel movies really did change the landscape of superhero movies and everything. And they changed movies in general because right. not everyone wants to do exactly what they did. Yeah, it's insane. They definitely changed things. And so it makes sense that we'd keep bringing them up. But like mm-hmm. Captain America Winter Soldier is typically looked at as one of the best mm-hmm. overall. And For sure. Their fight sequences still suffer from the shaky cam and this uh, the cutting a little bit, but it's less than like Civil War. It got worse as it progressed. I don't know why they they reverted back to some of that, right? Yeah. And see, this movie, John Wick, it has none of that, and that helped Daredevil, the Netflix series, because the action yes. in that. didn't suffer from that it was wide shots you can see everything going on long takes you know the epic hallway sequence the hallway scene so good why do hallways make great scenes because it's a confined space right and then that that bled over into the punisher with john bernthal and he had his own hallway scene that was (laughs) epic so yeah i don't know why disney marvel couldn't learn from the success of these kind of things they kind of went backwards um yeah but i mean they still they still have some good scenes but they would have been just better if had they been able to film them a little bit more like this sure. i don't think they're gonna do i mean okay so i was thinking about this earlier i don't know i don't know what we're talking about this episode anymore who cares but um because it's a filler episode because we screwed what up a, whoops so you're just Whoopsie. here for Pure unfiltered. Oh come on! I have done that twice. I have done that twice, and you have not caught it. Done what now? You've said whoops, and I've said whoopsie. Whoopsie! It's not that I didn't catch it. It's just that <laughs> you I, just didn't my wife react. And I say it too. My <laughs> wife and I say it too. I'm sorry. So I don't even uh, think about it anymore. Whoops! Whoopsie! I mean, that's just what you do. Watch, watch barely, pitch meetings, everyone. <laughs> super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Super easy. Um. Oh. oh okay. So they're rebooting Harry Potter yes. as a TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that what are your thoughts i just have to know before i continue on my point so i'm an avid harry potter fan yes i love the movies but i had the advantage of watching the movies before i read the books Mm -hmm. so that definitely helped me like them more if i had listened to the books or read the books first i don't know how i'd feel about the movies because of some of the departures they made 
were pretty major. I understand you have to shrink some big books or mm-hmm. down into a two and a half hour movie. But like, for example, the last book. Now I've mm-hmm. listened on audio to the books, I think four times through now. I just finished last week, the seventh book again. Mm. And while the first part of the Deathly Hallows movies is really close to the book, it is one yeah. of the most accurate book to screen representations. The second half, they decided to divert. And I really yeah. don't understand why. Because the the way the book is written, like it's a fantastic ending for the final battle and Voldemort's demise and everything. And they made it a big action sequence. Now, when I first watched it, I thought the action sequence was super cool. But on my fourth time through the book, I'm like, man, this is way cooler. So Mm. I actually really would like... Now, the hard part is because the casting is so iconic that it's going to be really hard to to get used to new people being these characters. And maybe they... Like, the fear is always they won't do as good of a job, right? Mm -hmm. But if they can make a book-accurate TV series, like one season per book, which is what I heard they were doing... Yeah. With J.K. Rowling as executive producer, Mm -hmm. it could actually turn out to be better. It could be, but that was my big thing was casting, right? Mm -hmm. So firstly, there's only like seven actors in Great Britain, and they're all (laughs) in Harry Potter. (laughs) They're already in the movies. But see, now you could have Patrick Stewart or, um, oh, Ian McClellan. Because Ian McKellen can't McKellen. be. He's already confused <laughs> enough with Dumbledore. You don't but need see, to now make him he could play be. both. So the reason he wasn't Dumbledore, <sighs> because they asked him to be after... Oh, man. I know his name. He passed away uh, after Richard this. Harris? Richard Harris. After Richard Harris mm-hmm. passed away, they asked him to do it, and he declined because Richard Harris actually didn't like Ian McKellen. And so out of respect, okay. he turned... Yeah. He didn't want to do it. And that's how Ian we got Ian yeah. Ian McKellen can't play the two most famous wizards but of all time. He could because he's so good. He could. He would be a good Dumbledore. Shouldn't. He legitimately would be. The problem is, he will would. he live for the next ten years? Because what I yes. don't want is for them to have to replace Dumbledore mid through everything again. Because right. that right. would be a, another bummer. But Haggard, you are never going to beat the Rob casting. Of, you no. can't beat him. And that's like that kind of thing has me worried for sure. There was, um, I've been looking at fan casts all day, actually. Wow, this is off the rails. I'm sorry. But anyway, there were a few that I would have been okay with, but they're not Robbie Coltrane, right? So there was one. Don't hate me. Just think about it for a second. Ricky Gervais. You know who Ricky Gervais is? I know who he is. You do? Okay. He wouldn't be terrible. Now, he's not Robbie Coltrane, but he wouldn't be terrible. No, he would be. That's oh, not his. That is not I his who, like thing. I remember who he I thought not do. My my ideal one, Jamie Foreman. I know him from two things. You might not even know him, but if you look up his name, Jamie Foreman, he's in one episode of Doctor Who, and he is in uh, the Inkheart movie with mm-hmm. Brendan Brendan Fraser and Andy Serkis. I know that movie. He, I just don't remember. He plays the character guy. Basta or Basta. I don't know how we. What's his name? It. Jamie Foreman. If you see him, yeah, he doesn't have a beard in the pictures. Be like, okay, give him a beard. He'd be great. Possibly. He looks like he could play the part, but I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen him in anything, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I mean, I've seen Encart. I just don't remember it that well. Yeah, I think he could. 
he actually plays a bad guy, which may, he, it's not the characteristics, but I think he could do it. If not, he could be Vernon Dursley. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the uh, great part sorry, is my, you could uh, actually continue. you could actually cast some of the same people. For example, I thought about that too. Why not? Right? I mean, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Lucius Malfoy, Isaacs, Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Should... He's so good at it. He's so good at it. And he's still young enough. He can totally do it. Like, there's no reason to not keep him in that role, in my opinion. And, um, uh, oh, Flitwick and Wicket and Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Mm -hmm. Why not? Right? Like, there's no reason to not have him reprise his role. Snape would be a tough one to cast. But if you made him as dislikable as he is in the books... Because in the movies, he's more likable. If you make him as dislikable as he is in the books, he could be he could be recast well if you found the right person. It's it's Adam Driver. Come on. I mean, he has the hair, but... And the voice has and he the ever, face. Has he ever done a British accent? So I looked that up today, too. Because <laughs> he was in one episode of The Girls, he did like this cockney welsh accent that was kind of funny it wasn't like meant to be a serious i don't know i think he could try it i don't know anyway the problem is he's not british but yeah go ahead go ahead my whole point in all of this was okay they're rebooting harry potter after less than 15 years right well since it ended but since it started it's been over 20 20 but still 20 years not many things get rebooted that soon we're reaching into the 80s to reboot yeah but fantastic beast has sucked so bad they have to revitalize this i get that right so i think personally okay yes i'll get to my point in a moment i think personally they should have done a marauders series about yeah yeah serious remus jameson that would be good the problem is well it could be but again jk rowling's downfall is she has not written anything good since Harry Potter. That's true. She has not written she a fantastic. She's written Fantastic Beasts, and they are not good. That's true. So they're awful. Her producing a show based on the books she did well on, I think, is good. Anything past That's that fair. might be a little iffy. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I come to my point. Yes, we were talking about the MCU, which is already off the point of John right. Wick, yeah, but yeah. whatever. My whole point is. I think the only way to bring the MCU back from where they are now, this slump, is to reboot it again. Because right. why not at this point? We, without Iron Man, without Captain America, you've already lost your like two of the biggest players. Mm-hmm. You have emasculated Thor beyond reason. I'm sorry, Hulk beyond reason. Yep. And Thor. Yep. You made Thor a goofball. You've killed he, like your two yeah. strongest, literally strongest characters outside of Captain Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. You've neutered him. It's stupid. Doctor Strange is their strongest character now. And is he enough to carry? Yeah, you killed Wanda. Like, I get the appeal of making her evil. There was some coolness to that. Mm -hmm. But she was the most powerful character in the MCU. And now she's poofed. Yeah. And she was cool, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. But is Doctor Strange a... When I say strong of character, now I mean, like character right strength is he a strong enough character to carry the mcu no i i don't think they have anyone to be the robert downey jr no and they're ending guardians they're which is fine i think i am 
so okay with them ending Guardians if they can end it on a good note like they did Cap and Iron Man. Because yeah. I don't want them to push it to the point of exhaustion like Thor 4. To mm. where it's like, okay, oh, this character's dead now to me. So like, I just bad. don't care anymore. They ruined a yeah. character that I I loved. So, and Hulk. Endgame yeah. for me was Hulk's ending too. Right. I don't yeah, want to think about anything no. past that. Well, Infinity War, really, Hulk mm. got his best moments in the first Avengers movie and in uh, the third Thor movie. Yes. And then it was just, he's nothing. Like, they didn't know what to do with him. His 2008 movie is good. It's actually a it's good okay. Hulk. It's not perfect, but it's a good Hulk mm-hmm. movie. It's okay. And yeah, being the fun. second one ever released in the MCU, like, I think they did pretty good. Sure. But then they just wasted the character. And it's, yeah, it's a shame. Anyway, all that to say they should reboot the MCU and get better action sequences if they do it. <laughs> yes. Follow the action of John Wick to make the action better. Well, and that to tie this whole... back into John Wick 4, <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. So I'm not going to spoil no. it. But I'm sorry. I'll get that. No, you're, you're good. The way they wrote John Wick 4, the mm-hmm. ending is to where they could they could keep going or they can end and it's that's all i'm going to say about it but if you've seen yeah. it you know you know what i mean but it they haven't ruined the character and i think they don't want to based on like mm. the way they wrote this film i don't think they want to ruin john wick i think they would like to because i think the director has even said we're going to take a break folks on the spin-offs for now and you right. know who knows what's going to happen after that but it's good to have a stopping point that leaves everyone happy with it, regardless mm. of what that stopping point is, whether like Captain America didn't die, but Iron Man did. Right. They, they each had a good stopping point though. Sure. And that's all you can hope for with characters you love. And John Wick, like you get four awesome films and then you're like, okay, they could maybe make another one. Maybe they don't, we don't know, but you feel like pretty okay with it. Um, when you're done and that's the testament to the writers it's because it's the same writers except for the one guy right for these four movies oh i don't actually know for sure to be oh, honest I, I swear we talked about that but i can't remember now but the writers of the john wick films are they've done a very good job now you can tell as you've gone from movie to movie they really weren't prepared to build an entire world like this this oh, yeah. movie specifically stands out as you get the continental continental sorry you get vigo but there's like nothing above that there's no mm-hmm. allusion to that even and some of the, the stuff vigo table, says yeah. right some of the stuff vigo says doesn't seem to make a lot of sense with the lore you get later but i mean sure. that's the movie was an accidental success so you can't fault him for that really they had to try and shoehorn things in to fix it uh afterwards so sure i don't blame them for that yeah. at all um, so what do you think? Have we exhausted this? Oh, probably. If people are still Whoops. listening by now, they just like listening to people talk about movies that aren't John Wick. <laughs> yeah, it takes us back to uh, the cinematography days. It actually just makes you me miss it. you and me talking about movies. I know. I don't think we can pick it. I can't pick it another podcast right now, though. So, for those who don't, we had a podcast. We did, what, six episodes? Something like that. We just did movie reviews. That's yep. all we did. And, it was uh... Fun. It died, it disappeared into the depths of the internet. It's One gone. of these days, maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. I've got another podcast that I haven't even talked about that on air anywhere that I want to start just on my own. Um, well, and I just started my yeah. my yeah. weekly show. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Whoopsie. Um, whoops. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. So, social media announcement. Uh, we're going to start a Facebook group. I spoiled it. Yeah. But we're going to start a Facebook group. Uh, no, we don't have a name for it say. yet. Oh, what? I was going <laughs> to say we should totally try and get Ryan George on here. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, anyway. <clears throat> in the If you can think of a name for our YouTube group for, or sorry, Facebook group yes. for the listeners of this podcast, um, post it in the comments in the YouTube video. If there are no comments, then we'll think of one. The John. <laughs> post it. Yeah. I've got post it. Your idea. Here's my idea. The John Wick okay. pricks. <laughs> no, what? All right. It just rhymes. So that's the it one to beat everyone. That's the one to beat your mission. Should you choose to accept it? This your device will now self-destruct. Okay. Um, either way, post your ideas for uh, John Wick Minute Listeners Group names. Because I don't want to call the John Wick Minute Listeners Group. Yeah, that would be. That's a long and, group yeah, name. It is. So, but there we will be able to talk about John Wick Minute or John Wick or other related things. And I uh, will say you could talk about John Wick 4 because by the time I create the group, I will have watched it somehow or other. Nice. Well, yeah. can I point out how cool it is that we've actually got 26 episodes out now? It's pretty crazy. Like, like I th- from from conception to recording to production and release of this podcast, we've gone so much faster than I've got on King Kong. Like mm-hmm. we're going to overlap where I am in King Kong because we're on hiatus right now. You want to know why, so, folks? It's because I'm the one doing the producing. <laughs> and i will apologize i have dropped the ball a couple times um i just i've had stuff going on that has interfered but i will not be dropping the ball anymore so and if there are any things we do need to announce with delays or whatever those will be in the facebook group in the future so if you want to be up to date on that kind of stuff just join us there so yeah all right is that it that's all i got cool uh plug your other podcast real quick Okay, King Kong Minute uh, in the same format, uh, slightly the same format. We actually stick to our minutes over there <laughs> and don't <laughs> take from other minutes. But uh, yeah, King Kong Minute, where we cover 2005 Peter Jackson's King Kong, me and my co-host Terry. Uh, and we have some some pretty big guests over there. We don't really do guests on John Wick that much. We might, but uh, we, we do have we do one them. who's pretty excited because cool. he really likes the John Wick movie. Most of you probably won't know who he is, uh, but he really likes guns and he likes John Wick. So he wanted to come on. And I think maybe uh, in a week or two, we'll get him on for some of the action scenes. Cool. So we have a guest lined up for John Wick. Yeah. But King Kong, we got guests much more often. Um, Not all the time, especially at the beginning of the movie, but coming up here because we're on the island currently, the more exciting bits, we've got guests like almost every week. So. My guest um, appearance on yeah. that show is still like a year away because they have to get back to New York. If I pick it back up soon, it should actually <laughs> only be like a few months away. So there you go. Hopefully. Hey, time it right and we can do it in person while I'm there with you in Florida. Oh, yeah. That could actually be kind of fun. Um, Other than that, that's all I got. Join us at John Wick or sorry, King Kong Minute as well. Yes. Uh, also, don't forget the Tea Public store. Uh, that's oh, yeah. in the show notes. Uh, he has some cool t-shirt designs on there. Not just John Wick t-shirt designs. 
by the way. He has some other cool t-shirt designs on there. Um, Do what? You have the death is preferable to communism. Oh, no, that's... Oh, that you made a separate T-Public Oh, I do have my own personal T-Public store. You're welcome to look at it. He's got will, some great but... t-shirt designs on his personal T-Public store. I don't store. I didn't have know they were separate stores. Anywhere. Sorry. I did not know they were separate stores. Well, I guess I'll put the link <laughs> to my store in this episode's show notes. Do it. He's got some great t-shirts for nerds uh, like myself yeah. and others. Also, I'm going to plug my YouTube channel, Utah Gun Guy. I just started a weekly show called the Utah Gun Guy Show. I also post more shorts than anything else, but I try and post one long form video a week talking about guns, Second Amendment stuff. If you like John Wick, you might like guns, so you might be interested. If not, that's cool. Uh, you can follow me specifically on Twitter at uh, Seth B underscore 92. And don't forget about our John Wick Minute Facebook group that we will be launching and you should go join it so you can talk to us on there. I think that's everything. So that is it. Okay, well, hopefully Sam should be back with us for the next episode. But if not, you'll see both of us, and we will see you next time on the John John Wick Wick Minute. Minute. You went slow that time. I tried to time it with you because you started after I did. (laughs) There's a delay. There is. This is the problem with recording. 2,000 miles apart, folks. Anyway, let's see what happens. Uh, so keep your head on your shoulders Now we ain't out here moving rocks We out here moving boulders Now we ain't getting postal rides We out here making posters And we ain't got nothing to hide We move forward like soldiers